Welcome to the Simply Charlotte Mason podcast. I'm Sonia Schaefer. Today I want to share a few more geography books with you. Books that will take your student there in his imagination, which is what we want our geography books to do. We've already looked at some great geography books for several regions of the world. I'll leave a link in the show notes to those other reviews. Today, I'll be sharing books about Europe. Let's start in Norway with Children of the North Lights by Ingrid and Edgar Dallaire. This book is based on the Dallaire's trip to Europe and their time living among the Sami people in the snow-covered landscapes of northern Scandinavia. It's a sweet introduction to the cultural heritage and geography of a unique part of the world. I recommend it for grades one through three. Now, while we're in Scandinavia, we'll pop over to Holland and introduce Katya, the Windmill Cat, by Gretchen Wolfel. In 1421, a violent storm blew in from the North Sea, broke the dikes, and flooded a small village in South Holland. This book is based on the true story of a cat and a little baby that lived through that terrible flood. I especially like the illustrations in this book. The artist has captured the style of the Dutch masters and also included lovely blue and white tiles from that era. It's a sweet story for grades one through three. Next, we'll visit Budapest, Hungary and a heartwarming book called Hannah's Cold Winter by Trish Marks. It's based on a true story of a family who loved to visit the zoo, and especially the hippopotamuses there. Those hippos were famous and special to the entire city. So when hard times came, in the form of a difficult winter during World War II, everyone was concerned about saving the hippos from starvation. This is the story of how the townspeople worked together to make that happen. I recommend it for grades one through three. All right, let's head over to Italy. I have two books set in Italy. The first is Orani, My Father's Village by Claire A. Nivola. This is a collection of memories that the author shares from yearly visits to her father's relatives in a little village on the island of Sardinia. The text is simple, yet quite living, and the pictures are detailed. In the back is a note from the author telling more about her father's move from Orani to America. There's also a map of Sardinia to help you locate just where the village is. Now, one note for parents. This book contains a reference to a death and a funeral. If those aspects of Italian village life would bother your child, you can use Dancing on Grapes by Graziella Passini Buenano to introduce Italy instead. Dancing on Grapes is a story about Claudia, a little Italian girl who's finally big enough to help crush the grapes with her cousins during harvest. The only problem is that the big tub in which they crush the grapes is on top of the cantina, and Claudia is afraid of heights. It's a sweet story of family love and growth. Check your library or a used bookseller for both of the titles set in Italy. Orani would be interesting to all ages, 
especially with that author's note. Dancing on Grapes is a story for young children. Now let's head over to Ireland and read about a year in the life of an Irish traveler family. Megan's Year, an Irish traveler's story by Gloria Whelan. This is the story of a culture of families who spend their summers traveling around the countryside. All summer, Megan enjoys the freedom those travels bring, while her father does field work and roofing and whatever odd jobs he can find. When fall approaches, they park their camper and set up house in the city. But Megan counts down the days until the next summer when they can travel again. Last I checked, this book was available in electronic version. I recommend it for grades one through four. In 1869, Theodore Roosevelt's family took a year-long trip through Europe. Teddy was 10 years old, and he kept a journal of what he saw and experienced and thought about it all. This book, My Tour of Europe by Teddy Roosevelt, age 10, edited by Ellen Jackson, contains some of his most interesting entries in his own words. The illustrations are wonderful, and they help set the context for the journal entries. Additional notes offer ideas about keeping a journal of your own, about Theodore Roosevelt's spelling, and about his becoming president when he grew up. A small map is included, but the focus is more on Teddy's personal experiences. Check your local library for this out-of-print title, recommended for grades 1 through 4. For those of you who like the geography readers that Charlotte Mason wrote, Book 2 contains several chapters about countries in Europe. Book 2 is called The British Empire and the Great Divisions of the Globe and it's available free online. Now keep in mind that that book was written about a hundred years ago. So while the countryside aspects and delightful descriptions will probably still be accurate, some of the specifics about government and transportation and industry or economy might have changed. If you use the book with your older students, maybe sixth grade and up, those readings can offer your students an opportunity to exercise critical thinking skills. Encourage them to identify statements that might not be consistent with modern day, and then to research current information to bring their understanding up to date. I usually recommend chapters 15 through 29 for a study about Europe, but of course you can read the whole book if you want to. Now, all of the books that I mentioned today are scheduled in our Visits to Europe, along with the European countries that are featured in Material World and Hungry Planet. Visits to Europe combines these living books and travelogues with Map Drill for a pleasant year of geography studies. I'll leave links in the show notes to everything I've mentioned. I hope you and your children will enjoy traveling the world through great living books. If you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe through iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. You can also subscribe to the video version of this podcast or read the blog post on our website at simplycharlottemason.com. 
All of those links will be in the notes, along with links to any resources that I mentioned. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next time.